Today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Interesting story uh, that uh, is starting to evolve uh, from uh, an iconic restaurant in downtown Hamilton, the Black Forest. Uh, who hasn't been to the Black Forest uh, for a long, long time? Of course, it's been a, uh, a fixture in the downtown area. Well, three former servers at Hamilton's Black Forest Inn are now accusing the restaurant and its new owners of age discrimination. Now, uh, we wanted to approach this story from a, a, a standpoint of trying to give everybody an opportunity here to explain what's going on. That, now, this may well go to a, a hearing, and the, that's going to happen, I guess. But a lot of folks in the community are wondering what's going on and doing some head-scratching. So we've reached out to the to the ladies uh, who are bringing the action right now. Uh, they're unavailable to join us today, but they're going to come on the show tomorrow. And we'll give them an opportunity to uh, give us their side of what's going on and where this may be leading. But today, uh, we want to bring the uh, the owners of the restaurant on to talk about it. This is going on because obviously there are two th- sides to this story. And uh, we just want to make sure that, that everybody's on side about what's going on here and gets a clear picture of what's going on. So to that end, we are pleased to welcome Paul Wells, who is the operating partner at the Black Forest Inn, to the Bill Kelly Show here on CHML. Paul, thank you for the time. It's good to have you with us today. Bill, I thank you very much. It's uh, very nice of you to uh, to include us in this uh, in this uh, in this thing that's going on right now. I appreciate it. Well, you know, as you know, Paul. I mean, I've heard a lot from neighbors over the last two, couple of days since this story's come out. A lot of people in this community uh, who love the the Black Forest and and are kind of upset that something like this is going on. This is a this is this is this is not what you expect from an iconic building like this, an iconic restaurant. Very true, Bill. And I mean, uh, you know, we here. At the restaurant, you know, ourselves, myself, uh, Mr. Riccardi, and the current staff are extremely upset about this. Um, you know, it's it, 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 for us. We ask that this community just refrain from making a judgment um, until all the facts are out, um, because right now, um, you know, it's really just been one-sided, and we have not had a chance to present our facts and our side of it, which will happen. Starting on March 27th, next Wednesday, is when the, the hearing is scheduled to begin. Um, and then we feel, we strongly feel, that once everything is out there, that people will see what the, the truth is. And that's what uh, that's what we're hoping for. Paul, how did it get to this point? Bill, you know, it's funny. You know, when we um, when we purchased this, uh, this, this fantastic restaurant from Wolfgang and Gabby, and we took over December 1st, 2016, you know, it, it was done a certain way, and it was done as a family-style restaurant. And, and we have strived every single day to maintain it, to maintain that, that feel. When you walk in, the decor, uh, the menu items, uh, the, you know, the ladies in the dirndls, all that, that all is the same. But there are certain things from a business standpoint that needed to change. And we changed that. And, and just some people do not take to change very well. And, you know... We tried our best to make sure that that all staff were were were, you know, were were trained properly on our new computer system that we had to put in to produce the reports that we needed, um, and it just it got to the point where um, we we were blindsided, basically staff myself, uh, Mr. Riccardi, that these three ladies all of a sudden just decided to quit their job, did not give us any notice whatsoever that they were unhappy that they did not want to work here any longer, that, you know, they felt uh, discriminated against, which is something that, that is just untrue and would never happen, especially with me being here. I would never do anything like that. Um, so it just got to the point that where they decided to, to leave at three different times. One left at the beginning of September, one lady left at the end of September, one lady left in December. 
Um, and, you know, when nobody communicates to you that they are having issues, that they, that they feel a certain way, it's very difficult to fix. And that's what happened. And then all of a sudden we, we were, we, we received this, uh, this information from, uh, from them that they were going to file a human rights claim. Um, we, we met with one lady in a, in a hearing and we were unable to come up with a resolution. And then the next step was that all three ladies decided to, or the, the, the tribunal decided to put all three ladies into one case. And that's where we stand now. We're ready to present our case um, starting on next Wednesday. Now, you mentioned they, they all three resigned? Correct. Okay, now, I'm, I'm not a lawyer, but I mean, I think we know a little bit about this because it, it's, you know, dismissals and things of this nature seem to, unfortunately, be in the news an awful lot over the last number yes. of years because of, of scenarios. So are, are they looking for their jobs back or are they just looking for compensation? As far as I know, I, I don't really have all the information. It, it's, you know, it's in my lawyer's hands. Um, I don't, it's never been asked for their, for their positions back here as far as I know. Um, I think it's more of a compensation issue. Um, but yes, all three ladies did resign. They were not terminated. They're, they just resigned with no notice. And it was just, we were all blindsided. We, we currently have 30 employees here at the restaurant. 14 of them are still existing employees that were, that were worked under Wolfgang and Gabby. I have one lady here that's been here for 40 years. She's still here. I have my kitchen manager. She's been here for 25 years. She's still here. I have another lady that's been here, Barb, who everybody knows Barb as the friendly bus person that walks around the room and all that. She's still here. So I want everyone to understand that, you know, we have done our best to maintain this iconic Hamilton traditional restaurant. And we feel we've done a good job at it. Um, and as I said, we were blindsided by this from all three ladies. Paul, you mentioned that, uh, that once you and Mr. Riccardi took over, you, you thought that some changes had to be made, some uh, upgrades. Uh, maybe give us a little insider information. What sort of stuff are we talking about here? So we only the one main change we made, Bill, was the POS, the computer system. So the one that, that, Ms., that Wolfgang had in place did not produce reports and did not give us the numbers that we needed to run the business successfully and to run the business, you know, to, to meet our, to find out what our daily costs were, our food costs, our beverage costs, and all that. So we spent just under $20,000 on a new system that would give us that reports that would allow the, the servers to be speedier by ringing in the orders for the customers that would speed up the whole process for customers that would be more accurate, um, that would disperse the, the orders to the bar, to the kitchen. That was the main change we made in uh, April on April 25th of 2017. Um, and then training was provided for all servers. According to the, the, what, was, uh, what was purchased, we had an eight-hour training session on site with, their, with the person uh, coming in and training all the staff, as well as 24-7 support, as well as a training mode that was on one of the computers so that way staff could come in and spend time on it if they weren't sure as well as we had to train the trainer. So we had two servers that were experts at it, and they helped the other staff members that were really be struggling with it or whatever. That was the main change that we made. We didn't change the menu. We didn't increase pricing. We didn't, we didn't change any of the decor whatsoever for the first year. Now, how did the training session go? Did everybody uh, get on side with this? Was it, was it difficult for them? Well, it's like anything else, right? Some people struggle with, uh, in the technology field, and for those people there, we, we made sure that 
that they were always scheduled with somebody that was strong at it so they could help, they could assist. Um, it, it, everybody struggles sometimes when you get a new phone and you got to program it. And, you know, the same thing with the computer system, the same thing maybe with a TV remote at home. If you get a new one, it, it, it all takes time. And it all we understood that. That's why we provided this, this way for everyone to help. And yet people still struggle with it. Uh, they did. But the, the support was always there for them to make sure that, um, that, that they felt the support that we helped them. Now, and again, I'm just going by what I've, I've seen in, in the sure. media so far about this. And like you say, the hearing is when this, this will all get out, out, out and put on the table. But I, I, from what I'm gathering, Paul, their assertion is that, uh, that they noticed a, a, a drastic cutback in their working hours uh, mm-hmm. after you guys took over. So, like, to, just to comment, not not specifically, that way I'm not, you know, divulging all our information in our case. Um, the, the business, any restaurant business, declines, if you do not have an outside patio, which we did not have in 2017, the business does decline. People don't want to go inside uh, from the months of June till Labor Day. Everybody wants to be outside on a patio, enjoy the weather, uh, barbecue at home, you know, do family things, vacation. So business, like our restaurant, like ourselves, and this is historical, declines for those three months. So in saying when the business uh, level declines, labor has to decline. We can't have the same amount of, of people working when the, when the restaurant is not at the capacity that would dictate to have that many. Uh, the business norm in the restaurant business operates a, la- operates a labor module at 30%. So 30 cents of every dollar that comes into the restaurant should be allocated to labor, okay? Mm-hmm. That's what we ran, that's what we run it at. And, I mean, it's sometimes 29, sometimes 31, it's sometimes 32, it's sometimes 28. It all depends on, on the revenue that comes in. So everyone's hours, everyone, including bartenders, servers, hostess, kitchen staff, all were all declined at this time of year. And that's just an expectant because, as I said, if you have, if you only have a hundred customers coming in on a Saturday versus three hundred customers in the winter and the fall in the winter, you're you're not going to need as many people working. Um, you wouldn't be able to meet your 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 obligations, your financial obligations. So, so in other days. words, what you're saying is, in those months, your 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 staffing complement was reduced. Correct. It's not as if somebody else got those hours and, and as opposed to where they were. Correct. Exactly. And it was across the board. It wasn't just one job classification. It was across the board. It was kitchen as well. And it was people that had been here for, for 30 years, for 40 years, for two years, for one year, for six months. Um, the one challenge that we did face is we were expecting to have a patio in 2017. Um, Mr. McCarty Mr. Had, had, had given us the funds to build a new patio, which is what we have right now. But unfortunately, when dealing with the with City Hall, there was some th- some loopholes that we were not aware of. So it delayed the patio opening. Now I had already hired two servers to work patio. So to be fair to them, I had to, it wasn't their fault that we did not have a patio that summer. All right, and we did not find that out until the end of June. That's when the city finally came to us and said, you know, you can have it, but you're not going to get the permit for it for about another three weeks, which would have put us to mid July which then we would have to go in the construction phase, which would have taken another four weeks to build it. That would have made us open uh, in the middle of August. From a business standpoint, Bill, it's not really feasible to open up a new patio 
in the middle of August. Now, listen, I, I, there's a question here, and I, I'm not sure yeah. if you can answer this. I'm certainly going to ask the ladies about this uh, based on, on what you've told us here today. Mm-hmm. Uh, you uh, you do your due diligence before you make a purchase like this. So, so you've, you've checked records, and you understand how Wolfgang and, and, and the staff ran this place for years and years. Mm-hmm. Was was this dip in service and the uh, and the resulting dip in staffing uh, consistent? Did that happen before you took over as well? Yes. And and I assume that was reflected in point. that was reflected in the staffing component then too, would it not? True. True. It, Wolfgang uh, always, all due respect to to them and the way they ran this business, that was up to him. It was a family-owned business. He did not have the expenses that we had, so he still ran his labor module at forty percent. Okay, so that's the way he ran it. So yes, there were extra hours, extra staff scheduled at times when it was unnecessary. Okay, so we, I had to reduce it. I was mandated to reduce the labor down to the industry norm of 30%. And that's what we did throughout the year, whether it was summer, winter, fall. That's the model we created, and that's the model that we followed that's in the industry. Um, and, and But Wolfgang decided he would run it higher, and that was up to him. That was his decision. Um, but in the summertime, it's still, revenue still dropped. Uh, from from what it would be in the fall and winter. So according to our labor module and how we had to run the business, because, you know, we had expenses, we have a mortgage and rent to pay and everything like that, that that's what um, the, the business dictated that we would have that, uh, we would have that, uh, um, we would have that model happening. That's why we had to do it that way. And it, as I said, Bill, the main thing is it was across the board. It wasn't directed at one person. It wasn't directed at two or three or or a certain job classification. It was it was for everyone. Would it, what about wages? Did they main were they the same? I I, exactly I mean obviously the if there are less hours, you get much more less take home pay. I get that, but the hourly wage correct still stayed the same. At the minimum wage for servers was twelve twenty. Sorry, it was nine ninety back then, and then it went up to the twelve twenty when uh, in, in a January first of two thousand and eighteen. Yeah. yeah, the new right? legislation. Yeah. Yeah, coming legislation. So that's another point quickly, Bill, that I want to make, and I'm glad you brought that up. So we adhered to that. So service wages then went up to twelve twenty an hour. Bartender wages went up to twelve fifty an hour. All other positions went to fourteen dollars an hour. So this was a two year plan that was in place. January first of two thousand and nineteen was supposed to go to fifteen dollars an hour. Correct? Yep. Doug Ford is the one that canceled that. All right. He did not he he canceled it. But I didn't cancel it, Bill. I put my staff up to $15 an hour the way that they thought they would have been promised, and that's what we're at right now as far as for non-tip positions. What about the rest of the staff? What's, uh, are you hearing from anybody else? Well, Bill, as I said, right now our case has nine former and current staff members that have come forward to be witnesses. Um, you know, the staff here are extremely upset about this. We were extremely upset when these ladies left. I mean, as I said, it was a devastating for all of us here because they were thought of very highly, and especially in Allen Bridget. I mean, they were long-serving servers here that were liked by the staff, that were loved by customers, and myself. And I mean, I'm still not happy about that they left and the way they left, and I was never given the opportunity to make any resolutions for them. Um, and if they weren't comfortable, and that's the one thing, if they were not comfortable in coming to me, they had my boss that they could have gone to. They had Mr. Riccardi that they could have gone to. And they also had 
long-standing staff members here that were our leaders in here, like the lady that's been here for 40 years, that they worked side-by-side side with every day. And they, they, didn't, they chose not to even go to her. Paul, did you get any idea from the lawyers how long this is going to last? When you, is it the 27th, I guess it is. This is a one-day hearing, two days, any idea at all? No idea, Bill. Right now, um, the 27th is the first day for it, and it's my, it's my belief that they were presenting their case first. Um, they have them, the three ladies, plus they have three witnesses on their side. Uh, according, you know, the, the, what, we, we, what we think is that, that they will have the, it'll be, that'll take a full day. And then the tribunal will schedule a second hearing in which we will present our case. The timing on this bill is we don't know. We don't know if it's going to happen the next day, the next week, the next month. It's just it's up in the air right now. I guess with all these cuts, uh, with, uh, with government cuts, that they have been reduced as far as how many people are actually involved in tribunals now throughout the province. Oh, that, that's another issue. We can talk about that for another Correct. hour. And we, exactly. we've, we've covered that. Uh, Paul, so that I, might delay everything, though. So. I, I, listen, I appreciate your time. I, I, I wanted you to have an opportunity to come on and, and state your side of this. And, and as we mentioned, uh, we're going to have at least one. I'm not sure how many of the ladies are going to be on the program tomorrow, and we'll hear mm-hmm. from them. Uh, and here's just hoping that we can find a resolution that's, that's going to be compatible for everybody. We'll uh, stay in touch with this. No, I, I appreciate the time. I really do. And, I mean, we hope that a resolution uh, is decided and is quick, and we hope that everybody, please, just, Wait till all the facts are out. Um, you know, it, it's affecting the current staff here. They're they're upset. They're you know, I have ladies in here that are crying and they don't know what to do. And it's just like I, I just it's been blown up out of proportion in my opinion right now. And uh, please, everyone, just uh, just give us an opportunity. That's all I'm asking for. And if we are found at fault, I will put a I will post exactly what will happen. What happens with this case when it's finally resolved? You can guarantee on that. Oh, so will we. Paul, thanks again for the time. Thank you very much, sir. I appreciate it. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.